0: Live by every word. That is the challenge and the opportunity the Bible gives to you. This program examines the actual words that have proceeded out of the mouth of God Himself so we can use them to guide our paths and live by them in our everyday lives. This is Live by Every Word. Thanks for joining me today here on Live by Every Word. I'm Dwight Falk. This is Trumpet Radio 101.3 KPCG. We're online at kpcg.fm and have a live link at thetrumpet.com Obeying God is a wonderful way of life in fact it's the only way of life that will exist beyond this physical life the Bible does speak of man's potential beyond this life and that's a potential that can only be realized by living according to God's law and in this life to have the joy the happiness, the success that we all want, we have to follow God's way also. But in order to walk with God, a true Christian must fight. There is a spirit of fighting that we need. We must battle and conquer enemies. There are deadly foes, and we'll look at those today. One of them is the self One is the society around us, and one, of course, is Satan, the devil. Lesson 12 of the Herbert W. Armstrong College Bible Correspondence Course, which is free at thetrumpet.com. Please sign up for that if you haven't already. But it says, These deadly foes can come between us and God, separating us from Him. They tend to put wedges into our minds that can grow, gradually separating us from the guidance and power of of God's Holy Spirit, and the faith of Jesus Christ, if we allow them to. We do have to be one that will fight to follow God. Notice this passage in 1 Timothy 6. We have a few passages today. If you have a Bible handy, it would be great to get it out. And we could look at these verses together. 1 Timothy 6 and verse 12. It says, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, whereunto you are also called and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. We have to put forth effort to obey God. We have to put forth effort in drawing close to God in daily prayer and in daily study. And we have to put effort into staying away from negative influences. We do have to put in effort. Back up one verse to verse 11, 1 Timothy 6 and verse 11. It says, But you, O man of God, flee these things, the negative things, and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. And so the Apostle Paul understood that obeying God is wonderful, but that it is also something that we have to fight to do. It requires the will of to fight, and to really go after God's way. Notice 2 Timothy 4. 2 Timothy 4, we'll look at verses 6 through 8. Paul here coming to the end of his physical life, and he writes in verse 6, "'For I am now ready to be offered, "'and the time of my departure is at hand. "'I have fought a good fight. "'I have finished my course.'" I have kept the faith. You see, he's had that that mindset of having to fight, and he knew he had to fight to obey God. He said, I fought a good fight. I've kept the faith. Verse 8, Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Every human being comes to the point where physical life ends. And then what? Well, Paul was getting to that point, but he knew that he had fought a good fight. He knew he had kept the faith. He had obeyed God. And he knew God would reward him for his efforts. We are saved by grace through faith. That's Ephesians 2, verses 8 through 9. But we are rewarded according to our works. He knew that he had a reward waiting for him, a crown of righteousness, because he had fought that good fight. So again, we see the lesson here from Paul's example and teaching. We do have to put in effort to obey God. We do have to fight the good fight, just like Paul did. Now Paul understood who he was battling, and so must we. Notice 2 Corinthians 10, verses 3 through 5. 2 Corinthians 10, verses 3 through 5. It says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do war. We do not war after the flesh. So we're humans, and we know that, but our battle is a spiritual battle. Verse 4, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty, through God to the pulling down of strongholds of course we're not going to do anything of value by ourselves we need god's help we need god's spirit but we have to be willing to go after god and stir up his spirit verse 5 it says casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of god and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of christ see what we allow into our minds what we look at what we think about all that's very important And we have to make choices about that. Lesson 12 of the correspondence course notes this. One enemy in the Christian's daily warfare is his human nature with its inordinate lusts. You can read about that in Galatians 5, verses 19 through 21. It says, This nature in us rationalizes cleverly, sometimes producing deceitful and degrading impulses, vanity, lust, greed, etc., We are enticed to sin, to break God's spiritual law, thus cutting us off from him. Our nature will destroy us spiritually unless we resist its wrong impulses that lead to sin. So we've got to put effort in. You see, we've got to fight. We've got to resist wrong impulses that lead to sin. And that is something we have to battle. We have to battle ourselves and our thinking. We need God's thinking. We need the mind of Christ. Another enemy we have to battle is society, the society around us. Notice Galatians 1. Galatians 1 and verse 4. It says, Who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father. Talking about Jesus Christ and his sacrifice We need to be delivered from, as it says, this present evil world, the society that's around us. It's evil. Lesson 12 of the correspondence course says, because most people have been deceived, you can read that in Revelation 12 and verse 9, they don't understand how so many of the world's ways could be wrong in God's sight. Nevertheless, this world's ways do bombard Christians continually, continually, with temptations that can lead them away from following Christ. Christ's prayer in the 17th chapter of the book of John shows that God does not expect Christians to move to the mountains and deserts to escape the world's distractions. Rather, they should strive to be separate spiritually and abstain from the ways of the world that are defined as sin in the Bible. See, again, that word strive there. I mean, it's a fighting spirit. We've got to really have that spirit in us of fighting, of conquering, of overcoming. And, of course, we need God's spirit there motivating that and giving us that help that we need. But we've got to go to God for that help and really fight to draw close to him every day. We have to conquer ourselves and this society because the society around us is full of so many problems, so many evils. it doesn't you know take too much imagination to to uh, think about some of the problems that are out there. You turn on the television or get on the internet and it's full of all kinds of evils, things that we have to stay away from. the society around us is just saturated in sin and as we read there in Galatians 1, and verse four, Jesus Christ gave himself for our sins. you know he was sacrificed so that we could repent and change, and he would pay the penalty then, but it's so that we could be delivered from this present evil world. He didn't sacrifice himself so that we could just keep on sinning in this world and be part of this evil society. He wants us to come out, as the Bible talks about, come out of this present evil world, we do fight against some pretty tough enemies we fight against ourselves and we fight against this society that's all around us and we fight against something else our greatest enemy and that of course is satan the devil we fight against satan the devil and many people don't think he's real or don't really put too much thought into how he operates but he is very real, very powerful. Jesus Christ had to conquer him. And we need the power of God to conquer him as well. Notice Ephesians 2 and verse 2. Ephesians 2 and verse 2, it says, Wherein, in time past, you walked. This was a different type of direction. <laughs> you walked according to the course of this world, right? It's this present evil world. According to the prince of the power of the air. The spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. The majority of people who don't know God, they don't know God's truth, they are walking according to this spirit. According to the prince of the power of the air, and that's the spirit that works in the children of disobedience. People going their own way, following after their own lusts, and having a lot of problems because of that. And we fight against Satan and his broadcasting. Lesson 12 of the Correspondence Course again notes this No person is compelled to respond to and obey these impulses from Satan. The devil has no power to force anyone to think or do wrong. But the unsuspecting now, this is really an important point. It says, But the unsuspecting automatically do so without realizing what is taking place in their minds. You ever think about that? People think they're just doing what comes naturally. They just react as they think that they should. And yet most are acting and reacting, really according to the prince of the power of the air, to Satan's broadcasting. And they don't even realize it. They don't even know they're fighting against Satan. And so they're not. And they're surrendered. They just drift along. And that's what the... Quote says, it continues and says, most people just drift along responding to emotions and impulses that often find expression in their fleshly drives and vain pursuits. And it says thus, Satan, who is the god of this world, the prince of the power of the air, we just read about that in Ephesians 2, is actually working in the minds of unsuspecting people all over the world. You know, that's why we see wars. That's why we see all these other problems that occur when God's law is broken. It's because Satan's broadcasting. And people are following along with that. These selfish impulses, fleshly drives, vain pursuits. People follow after it. Satan's working as the god of this world. And he works in the minds of unsuspecting people all over the world. That is why this is as we read, this present evil world. And it's why it's so thoroughly deceived today. The world around us is just being overrun by the thinking of Satan. He is the God of this world. And Jesus Christ had to conquer him. You can read about how he did that in Matthew 4. You know, he was fighting to conquer Satan, and he did conquer him using the power of God's Spirit, but he drew close to God. What did he do before he battled Satan? Well, he fasted for quite a while, and he did that to draw close to God. He was really fighting to conquer Satan. He had to. He had to fight. He couldn't just you know, hope it worked out. <laughs> he had to really go to his father. And then he got the power that he needed, and he conquered Satan. And you can read all about that again in Matthew 4. The correspondence course says that Christ overcame the devil's wiles by the word of God. See, he knew what the Bible said, he knew how to apply it, and he followed it. He walked according to his father's will. The quote continues, it says he responded to the devil's temptations by citing the appropriate scripture that applied in each situation. He knew the word of God thoroughly. He knew God's will and he obeyed it. Therefore, the devil could not deceive him. So we can learn a lot from Jesus Christ's example in that case. Every case, of course, of what he did is for our instruction, but specifically here as he's battling Satan. He, he had to fight, he had to conquer, and he did that. He understood that he had to battle him, and he did battle him, and he conquered him using God's word. Of course, he drew close to his father, and he had God's spirit empowering him. It had to be done with that power. And he followed God's law. He obeyed it. And therefore, the devil could not deceive him. And Jesus Christ was able to conquer him. Walking God's way, living according to God's law, is a wonderful way of life. It's the only way of life that lasts and is successful. But in order to do so, we've got to be able to conquer. We've got to fight and conquer our own selves. We've got to be able to fight and conquer the society around us. And we've got to be able to fight and conquer Satan, the devil. It's not something we can do with our own power or effort for sure. We need God's power to do that. But we have to be willing to go to God, put forth the effort to draw close to him in our prayer and in our study, and then make sure we apply his words. And then we'll be conquering and winning those battles that we all need to win in our lives. There's a lot more on this in this lesson, lesson 12 of the Herbert W. Armstrong College Bible Correspondence Course. Also, we have a book, How to Be an Overcomer, a very important book, very vital to read, and gives a lot of great insight into how to really put God's Word into action in your life and get those victories that you want and that we all need. That's all the time we have for today on this edition of Live By Every Word. I'm Dwight Falk. Thank you for spending some of your time with me today. Until next time, let's all strive to more perfectly live by every word of God.